Uh, yeah, we're going to begin again with another episode of Jonathan Eats Squishy Food. <sighs> Jonathan, what do we have today? <laughs> um, it is a you sick flour fuck. tortilla. What is that? Flour <laughs> tortilla. Yeah, what's in it? What's, ra- what's it wrapped around? <laughs> Sour cream <clears throat> and Frank's red hot. It is red hot. If I were, if I were, <laughs> if I were ten percent more attractive, would you call me red hot? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I would just call you Frank. <laughs> Hi, I'm Frank. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> oh my god, dude! <laughs> lucky right now that I have one of those plastic covers for my keyboard. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I'm really flattered. I've never gotten a spit take before. Is that what it's called? Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Spit take is when when you... <laughs> I was cleaning my screen. He's licking his fingers and licking <laughs> and touching his licked fingers to the computer screen and then re-licking his fingers and repeating those actions. It was delicious. <clears throat> anyway, huh? Johnny boy. Yeah. What did we just do? We did too much. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, welcome to Excess. My name is Dee. I'll be your guide. Mm-hmm. We watched, actually, one of my favorite movies, possibly my favorite one. I don't really know because um, I have a lot of favorites. I, I get really into things, so mm-hmm. whatever. Either way, Stranger Than Fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw it five times in theaters when it came out in 2006. I was 14, no, 12. Mm. I was 12. I was 19. Mm. Not that far apart. Nah. And uh, yeah, and so we watched that movie and for the okay here's the thing about stranger oh wait we have to introduce ourselves mm. do a fact mm. no I, I wrote two of them down and they used them. can i use one of yours you want to use one of mine yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. hi this is jonathan and when he was two he ate a cat turd from the litter box untrue Oh, wait, did you do that? Yes. Oh. Yes, I did. Oh, okay, then uh-huh. I did do that. Yep. I, now I you did. give me a fact. Don't let me down. Gosh. <laughs> Hi, I'm Dee, and my favorite chocolate is Hershey's chocolate. Oh, you s- <laughs> no, no. Okay, it's for true. the record, Hershey's <laughs> is not chocolate, okay? No, Hershey's and Nestle, they all lobby to get the quality of chocolate, like what's legally considered chocolate, lowered. They, they want to lower those standards. So, and, and they're already very low. You, when you can taste the wax, it's not, there shouldn't be wax in there, What? Man. Did you know wax is an aphrodisiac? I don't believe that. Did you hear that from the Hershey's? No. They probably would say that. No. What the how? That doesn't make sense. Well, it was just a rumor I had heard. Who? Who says that to I you? I did, I spread the rumor. Is this a Muskegon thing? No, I spread I the rumor. I don't understand. You spread the rumor I, I to guess. yourself? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and you're listening to another episode of Redhead and the Boy. And we watched the movie Stranger Than Fiction, and yep. there will be spoilers, but this movie is 14 years old, so I don't... This movie could legally begin driver's training. Yeah, I don't believe that those are spoilers anymore if it's been 14 years. Okay, so um, just to... People might not have seen it. I feel like... I feel like Stranger Than Fiction was overlooked quite a bit. Yeah. So I don't know how how many people know it. But basically, this man who lives a very boring, routine life as an auditor for the IRS, <sighs> uh, he... Oh, am I boring you? He's that boring that just thinking about it made Jonathan yell, Oh my god, I... Oh my god. <laughs> Why are I? <laughs> Tell me why I... <laughs> Tell me why I... <laughs> They could have added another syllable there and gotten away why with it. Why yeah. Oh, they should have. Why yeah. Why Anyway, so this guy, all of a sudden one day, starts hearing his own narration, like narration of his life, yeah. and it freaks him out, and it says he's going to die. Yeah. 
and it <clears throat> turns out yeah. that it's really happening what? and there's a woman writing a book what? and he's trying to find who this author is and what? he enlists the help of Dustin Hoffman's yeah. character who is <laughs> yeah. who is do you know do you know what doing? Please continue. Dustin, Ho Dustin Hoffman's character who yeah. is <laughs> is a literary scholar yeah. and um while this is all unfolding, he's auditing this aggressive specialty baker, what? <laughs> um, played by Maggie Gyllenhaal, <laughs> and she's like fucking with him. She puts all her tax paperwork jumbled up in a box, like she makes it really difficult for him. Yeah. Um, and so it, there's kind of a love story that unfolds there, mm. and um, so he ends up with her but then finally finds this author and he actually contacts her and she's an author who always kills her characters. Yeah. So he's trying to ask her to stop. So he finally gets in touch with her. He asks her to stop. She lets him read the ending because she actually finally writes it. Like during all of this, you see her ha Excuse you. Sorry, I'm a little gassy. It's okay. During all of this, you see her having um, writer's block and Queen Latifah comes in to try to help her who plays a, a literary agent no assistant an assistant yeah and um so all of this is going on simultaneously and then there are a few bits thrown in like a little boy and his dad gets him a bike yeah. this woman looking for a job she circles an ad for a bus driver little things thrown in that you assume are happening during this time but you don't really know yeah and um again spoiler I'm just gonna say the end so in the end he reads the ending that she wrote an outline for, and Dustin Hoffman reads it first, and he's like, I'm sorry, Harold, you have to die. Like, this is just how it is. This is her best piece of work. It doesn't work unless you die in the end, and it's meaningful. You have to die. So he thinks about it, and he reads it all in one go on the bus, and he meets up with Karen Eiffel, uh, played by Emma Thompson, who's a treasure, and um, he's like, I think you should finish this. Like, I'm, I understand what to do. It has to happen. I think you should finish this book. So then it kind of plays through the ending of this book, basically, where we know he's going to die. And it, it turns into this, he pushes a kid out of the way of a bus, and he gets hit. Yes. But Karen Eiffel can't finish it because she realized she's killing real people, and so she can't finish it. So she rewrites it so he lives. Yes. And it, it does, it's still meaningful, I think, but he lives, but he's basically near death. Yeah. Oh, and during this whole thing, his wristwatch is very important to the plot. They reference it a lot. It's, um... Sentient? It's basically like another character. <clears throat> um, but the thing that I ended up saving Harold Crick, which is Will Ferrell's character, is a piece of his wristwatch became embedded in a major artery and saved him from bleeding out. So the wristwatch saved him in the end. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty much much the story right yeah okay so um i feel like we should when we do these these episodes yes i feel like we should give maybe a synopsis at the beginning because we just kind of go through notes and i forget that people might not have watched mm, or good. or person because i think there's just one person who <laughs> listens to, might not might not have watched the movie that's a good idea okay so there's your synopsis um so let's let's dive into it. Are you ready to dive? Yeah. Get ready to <gasps> dive. Okay. Um, my first one is just Jonathan hasn't seen this all the way. Excuse you. Sorry, I'm, like I said, I'm really gassy today. That's okay. I understand. Um, Jonathan hasn't seen this all the way through, and I have a million times, so this will be interesting. Yeah. And then I said that intro is insane. The inside of his mouth shot gold. Yeah, they, they shoot from very interesting perspectives. Yeah. Um, one of them was from the inside of his mouth, mouth while he's brushing his teeth, and you see him in the mirror. Yeah. I it just I'm in love with this movie. Yeah. What do you have? What are your first few? I love the infographic intro. Yeah. It, it's almost... Mm -hmm. I thought you would because it's very designy. Yeah, you know? but I, it reminds me a lot of the beginning of Fight Club. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Where it's like tallying up all of his expensive crap. Yeah, I can um, see that. And I really like that. I love it, too. Yeah, it is very graphic design-ish. That's why I thought you might like it, too. Mm. I said, 
Yeah, I said that too. I love the designs, kind of like a moving infographic, but a movie. I can't fuck with that boring, rigid office lifestyle, man. <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, oh, this this was probably when he was brushing his teeth and he started hearing the narration. I said, do you remember those toothbrushes that played music in your mouth so you could hear it while you brushed your, brushed your teeth? Yeah. Didn't it have like the Smash Mouth one? Probably. Like, hey now, y'all are not. I think so they kids had a Jonas Brothers one. Oh, yeah. It's like so kids would know how long to keep brushing. It would play through the song or something. Yeah. That was actually, I think that was a good idea. Yeah. But I don't know. I wonder if that did damage to people having it so close to them. Like, no. in their mouth. I say this, I'm wearing earbuds all the time. Yeah, it'd be no different if you decided to stick one in your mouth. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna do that now while you talk. Go ahead. Okay. You know what kind of wax might be on that? And how to your mouth? I cleaned my ears. And okay. I, I put my lips around it. I didn't let it touch anything in my mouth. Okay. I know how to use that's my she, mouth, Jonathan. I'm a lesbian. What? You can, you can still use your mouth. What? You can still use your mouth. I know. I said I know how to use my mouth, Oh, Jonathan. I thought you said, I don't, I'm not going to use my mouth. I can mouth. eat a pint of ice cream without oh, a spoon. Good for you. So good. I, <laughs> a pint? <laughs> gallon, bitch. Ooh. We should have gotten a gallon of ice cream. No. Yep. No. I'm, Jonathan, I've made so much progress on my fitness journey. Jonathan. I'm seeing definition. Let me have it, man. Fergalicious definition. <laughs> Sing my Fergalicious definition. Yeah. <laughs> Make the boys go logo. <laughs> it is Fergalicious. Ding, 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 ding. Hot, hot. Fergalicious. You want a taste of what I got? <laughs> from this when we were in advanced ad class I was very into the Fergie national anthem (laughs) (laughs) like it was my jam of the week (laughs) so I um, I I asked I think I asked to play it and I don't know either Joan let me play it which seems unlikely or I played it and Joan walked into the room but, um, and Joan's the professor, amazing person, treasure, human, human treasure, gemstone, um, everything wonderful in the world. Yeah. And I'm not just saying that in case she listens to this. Hi, Joan. Anyway, she walked in the room and we, I think she walked in. It doesn't matter how she got there. She was present at some moment and she took it. She used this moment as a teaching, um, moment a teaching moment yeah and she had us watch it because it is um come on fergie like come on yeah and and, uh and then she pulled up pink doing the national anthem while she had the flu yeah and she was like this is branding (laughs) (laughs) and i was like oh my god you can turn anything into knowledge yeah but yeah so where where were we why were we talking about that Cause you were oh, because my for delicious definitions. Yeah, they make the boys go loco. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I also said, huh, is Maggie Gyllenhaal cute? She is cute. Okay, here's... Okay, mm. okay. Just hear me out, world. I know everyone out there, maybe 80% of you are shaking your heads. No. And But here's why you're wrong, okay? Maggie Gyllenhaal is hot. That's just all it is. <laughs> She's got a cute little face. She has deep blue eyes. She could beat you up, but also like you could lose her because she kind of a little too like. Well, I don't want to say too skinny because that's like body shaming. But she's very thin, mm. so like if you could lose her, but she could kill you. Mm. Have you seen Secretary? I think that's part of. I think that's part of my thing mm, that's going I don't on think right I now. Have. Okay, well she's in. Okay, that's what we need to watch next. Okay. She's in that movie. And it's this very timid, awkward, like very anxious girl gets a job as a secretary for this lawyer and he's like a sleaze bag and they have this like really kinky affair going on. Mm. Uh, have you ever seen, it's a cult classic, like people 
dress up like her for Halloween because there's a scene in which she has this white blouse on and you know a black pencil skirt and her arms are out all the way like this and it's there's a black bar with like little handcuffs on the end mm. and there was a scene where she walked out of his office and like walked around and like grabbed something to drink or something like that and a pencil and walked back in mm -hmm. because that's like the kind of shit they would do mm -hmm. and i've seen people go as that for halloween oh like it's it's actually very well known from what i understand huh but anyway yeah I think she's hot. I just do. And her character in this movie, super hot. Also, I realize is a lot like me and that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, wait, that's me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like she's an aggressively anti-government specialty baker yeah. who will not pay her taxes because it goes to war. <laughs> I'm like, oh, mm, that's why I'm into it. Mm. And she has like tattoos. I think she's hot. I stand by that. I will. Mm. Just like I stand by Will Smith is a beautiful man. Mm. Maggie Gyllenhaal, hot. Okay. I mean, like objectively, would you say no? If it's Sarah not. were not in the picture. I don't know. You don't know? No. Nope. Ponder it. Okay, I'll ponder. Okay. There's evidence of pondering in my notes. Actually. Oh, yes. Okay. I said, God, this movie is genius. This is one of those few movies that make me have strong feelings all the way through. And then I said, yeah, I still think Maggie Gyllenhaal's hot. <laughs> I said, it's so weird seeing Will Ferrell like as this like the straight conservative guy. It is. He does. He does serious pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. I think he does a really good job. Um, I also put... If a tree doesn't think it's a, if a tree doesn't think it isn't a tree, what does it think it is? Uh, <laughs> that I can't. I would need to write that down to even begin to comprehend. <laughs> well, it right according now. to this movie, Dustin Hoffman says it doesn't. It's a tree. It's a tree. But then, why would you question it? At like thinking. He was just a hippie. He was, just, he was just a hippie therapist talking. Okay. I thought he was just a book publisher. Just you are really guy. far ahead of where I am. Oh. Okay, some of these aren't really about the movie, though, but... Um, this is me, stress-baking, covered in flour, getting pissed about the government. <laughs> you really shouldn't taste batter with your finger while you're baking professionally for customers. Oh, yeah. My mom used to have a huge gay lady crush on Queen Latifah. She said she just really admired her, but that's what I used to say about my high school teacher I had the hugs for. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I just realized I love this movie because I see myself in every single character. Wow, wow, narcissistic much? Perhaps Pattern a bit. recognition. <laughs> I love this character because it's me, and like, if I could just be with me, then we would be the best we that me could be, you know? And like the character's just a cat that doesn't have any <laughs> It's mid. Yeah. Uh, creative people are really intense. Jeez, am I intense? Depends, are you out camping? Ha ha ha. Ba 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 jokes. Are you intense? Am I intense? De well. Like, are you, okay, here's, can I, can we? I need to talk about something for a minute. Okay. People have told me <laughs> that I am intimidating. And I, it bothers me because I don't, I don't see myself that way. Yeah. Thoughts? Concerns? Um, uh, nothing I, on my end. Am I intimidating? No. Did I, I intimidate you when I met you? No. Not really. Why would people say that to me? And also, if I'm intimidating, how are you saying that to me? Wouldn't I intimidate you into not talking to me? Yeah, um, I just think they're chicken shit. <laughs> if you're <laughs> intimidated an insomnia by me, ad, you are chicken shit. I've I seen insomnia cookies ad right now. Oh god, dude. Warm cookie with ice cream on top. Okay, here's what I can offer you. <laughs> Is it a high five? I can I mean... put my granola in the toaster oven and pour maple syrup on it. No. Okay, I then wanna... I don't have anything for you. No, I could heat I... up some almond milk and put it on there. Mm, it's okay. A little cinnamon. Uh, I should have better prepared for this That's moment true. in time. 
What are the rest of your notes? Because I'm at goddamn hippies, which I'm assuming is where you were. Um, is the watch sentient? How yeah. does that happen? Yeah, I said, yep, the watch is the real MVP. I need a watch that finds hot girls for me. Yeah. It, like, pointed an arrow in her direction. I need that watch. Yeah. It was like, hey, this girl's cute and she might like you. <laughs> I wish you could have settings like filters. Yeah. Must love animals. Mm-hmm. Does not hunt. Yeah. Uh... What's your next one? <clears throat> hey, an appearance by Dustin Hoffman. I love Dustin Hoffman. He's a great actor. He is. He's fantastic. He's always been very good. I can't remember what the movie was the where he played, he played a woman oh. to get a role. Tootsie? Tootsie, yeah. It's oh, such a good movie. Mm, I remember I remember seeing like stills from it and, and stuff like that, but I've never seen it. Gotcha. I said he's wearing gray while all, while all the other businessmen wear black, and I feel like we should read into this different you know what i noticed while we were watching this that i never noticed before or if i did i don't remember Hmm. in the beginning he's in all gray neutral tones okay his apartment his clothing everything around him neutral okay Hmm. in the end there's a scene especially he's wearing a red cardigan and blue jeans Mm -hmm. there's a scene where he's running around, everyone else is in neutrals, and mm-hmm. he's the one in colors. Yeah. And it's because he started living his life. Yeah. And I think that we should all take note of that, yeah. because I think the message of this movie is why I love it so much. I am kind of concerned, because I'm wearing all black. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I mean, look at my wardrobe, man. It's like, you know. <sighs> but it's this is this is a representation this isn't literal it's okay. it's art it's film yeah so yeah so that's what i noticed um good notice as he starts doing the things that bring him joy color starts coming into his life wasn't that fun just now oh jesus christ <laughs> oh my god you know that little moment we just shared no please stop doing it it freaks me out so much <laughs> you keep doing it and i feel like i'm in some sort of like time swirl that i can't get out of <laughs> Oh, that was a good moment, too. We just said Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. 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 Um, I'm just going to go on into my nose. Oh, that was a good time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the movement of the bus. I just love every period, single period, artistic period, choice, period, in, period, this, period, movie, period. The foley is noticeable, but makes us feel like we're in the room. Mm. when he's like drinking his coffee and all that stuff it really you just feel like you're there because i hear things that are close to me right a lot of times fully like that is toned down a little so you don't notice it notice it but i noticed it yeah i noticed you not noticing it yeah but yeah i wrote yeah okay fine maggie gyllenhaal's cute i knew it she is uh She's talented, too. Yeah, and then God, also, so but Maggie Gyllenhaal describing delicious foods makes my body tingle. Mm, I like that part because not only do I <clears throat> really like dessert and I'm, like, food motivated, Yeah. but also it was a hot girl saying it seductively, and I'm just like, mm-hmm. Yeah. When she says lemon chiffon cake, I'm like, <laughs> marry me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then I put, I really need a cookie right now. I know. We should have gotten cookies. You know... I could probably make cookies. I don't have all the ingredients, but I have the know-how, and I have some ingredients. Tell me more. Tell me more! Tell (laughs) me more! Can I stuff my face with cookies? Tell me more! Tell me more! How much is insulin? (laughs) Well, I mean, it depends on whether or not you're in the United States. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's uh let's circle back to this. Okay. To the, to the cookie talk, to the cookie party, cookie party, cookie party. And remember, it's not a cookie party. So until you're here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I said in my notes. Yeah. If the art direction and cinematography huh? oh my goodness. If the art direction and cinematography from this film combined and became a human woman, I'd put a ring on it. And then I have a quote. Let's start with ridiculous and move backwards. Words to live by. Mm-hmm. That's how I live Unless my Unless you're life. the president. Then you just keep pushing into ridiculous more and more. Gross man butts are I know now. Oh, I, uh, I'm, okay. 
I'm a few behind you. I said the rain is in both places. Places. Harold's day with the professor and with the author. Context clues. I think they're in the same city. Mm-hmm. Also, I've seen this movie like a bajillion times. Mm. My stoned ass wants that warm cookie so much. Oh, yes. When he eats that cookie, I'm just like, <sighs> you can smell it, you know? Yeah. And then I said, there are so many ways to make the world a better place. Cookies are absolutely one of those ways. Why so many butts in this scene? Still, it's a beautiful shot. Mm. I mean, it was. They were spaced out. They were, in, yeah, the like, butts were nice. deliberately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were some hairy ones. Yeah, I mean, boys, that's boys. Gross. It's just a thing. This yeah. is why I'm into women. Hmm? This is why I'm into women. I mean, women can grow their hair out. Ass hair? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know everyone's life, okay? I don't know. <clears throat> Braid it. Put like glow in the dark beads on it. <laughs> Gives yeah. a new meaning to the word anal beads. Yeah. It's more dec- decor at this yeah. point. And then around Christmas time, you can hang little ornaments by it. <laughs> celebrate, celebrate Christmas. Celebrate, celebrate love. Um, I don't know if I ever talked about that on this before, but I worked at Blockbuster. Yeah, I'm old. I worked at Blockbuster um, a long time ago. Back in my day when we rented the movie films. Yeah. And there was one year that around the holidays, they played the same reel in the store that would be a series of ads and music videos or whatever. Yes. And uh, yeah, music videos. Imagine that. And one of them around the holidays would come on and it was that fucking song, man. It's like, celebrate, celebrate Christmas. But it would come on like every few minutes and it was looping all day. And um, Kurt and I were driven insane. And now when it starts to snow, or get around that time, one of us inevitably will text a link to the YouTube video of that song to the other one. And the other person, no matter what, is always like, God damn it! Because <laughs> it gets stuck in your head for for the rest of your life, okay? I'm, I'm traumatized. you haven't made that into a sketch. Like a situation like that. I mean, it's probably on the list. I have so many things written down. Um, okay, this movie moves me. Here are quotes. I just want to live my life. Oh, yeah, and then he said, exactly. So go make it the one you've always wanted. Can we just can we like touch the, on that I, point for a moment? Yas. Yas, really, queen. <laughs> bless up. I really was... Bless your heart. The past few years, especially, Yes. I have moved into this space of I just want to enjoy my life. Yeah. And with that mentality, obviously within reason without doing harm. Okay, that kind of goes without saying. But with that mentality, I have lost so much self-consciousness. Self-consciousness? Like I'm not self-conscious, does that make sense? That wasn't probably the correct term. I've lost um, insecurity. Yeah. I've lost so much of that I've lost a lot of fear and nervousness. Yeah. I've lost a lot of anxiety. I also started using marijuana. Uh. So I don't know if that helped a bit too. Um, But I mean, I'm not, I don't do it during the day. Yeah. If it helps. I mean, that's one of the things I was trying to see if it would help because I have really bad anxiety. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've just like, I've completely moved into this new space of like saying yes to things that I would otherwise hesitate or say no to. Yeah. And so I love this movie so much because I feel like everybody should be doing this. Mm -hmm. Because once you let go of so many things that were restricting you, Mm. and a lot of times they're just thoughts that are your own, that other people aren't aren't even thinking. I used to think I was, I came across as some weird loser, but I don't think I do. I think that was just ingrained in me for a bit. Like, that's someone else telling me that, you know? Yeah. People actually don't give a shit. They just don't care. So just go do the things you want to do. And if you look ridiculous, then, okay, people, there's so many other degrees a human head can turn, you know? Like, look away. Just look the fuck away. Mm Mm-hmm. That's that's my rant about living your best life. Uh, What do you think? Give it three burps out of six. Oh, my God. That doesn't make sense again. (laughs) Fine. Four. Thank you. Get four burps out of two. 
Thank you so much. Yeah, you really earned those extra two verbs. <laughs> Thanks. I try. I try so. Hard. <clears throat> I tried so hard. He um, killed himself. I know. Thanks for bringing this mood down, man. No, that In the end, a... it doesn't even matter. Oh my God, Jonathan. Okay, so I said the soundtrack is so good. My heart is so full right now. He's starting to do things that make him happy. Oh, here's a good one. Mm -hmm. This is one of the reasons I love this movie. Yeah. If anyone out there ever wants to do something truly romantic for me, copy the flowers Harold Crick brought Anna Pascal because she's a baker and isn't that beautiful? Yeah. He brought her, so there's a scene where you know he started to go after the things in life that he wanted to do and he realized he really likes this girl. Yes. <clears throat> so he takes a bus over and he's running up to her with this box of these bags. They're like these brown paper bags. Yes. <clears throat> yes, they yes. are. And she ca he catches her as she's walking out of her bakery to go home at night and He's like, these are for you. And she asks what they are. And he's like, they're flowers. And you look, and they're different types of flour, like yeah. baking flour. <clears throat> and I just thought that was beautiful. I really like that. That was very, that's like. It's a very sweet gift. That's the way to my heart. Yeah. I have. <clears throat> I would totes go to space camp if I was dying. Oh my God, same. I'd go to space camp if I wasn't dying. That'd be so fun. Yeah. If, uh. Harold goes from IRS nerd to guitar daddy. I'm in. Harold daddy. Uh, <laughs> what? I put, well, at first I said, they're adorable and I love them. Yeah. But then also I said, caught D in the act. She was, she thought she was being sneaky with her peanut butter eating. I wasn't sneaky. <laughs> I know, that's the problem. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I was dipping crunchy celery into the peanut butter. <laughs> no, I looked at you and you looked so ashamed. No, you know what happened? No. Okay, here's what happened. Okay. I had a stalk of celery. Yeah. I was dipping it in peanut butter. I was putting raisins on it. I was making a lazy ants on a log situation. Just biting into it, okay? So... My celery stalk was just about as high as the peanut butter at that point. Oh. I didn't realize I had left it in the peanut butter jar, so I didn't see it in there. And I was looking around like, how high am I that I lost a stalk of celery <laughs> while just sitting at the table? Yeah. I was looking around for it. I was like, did I put it under the laptop? I'm like, because I'll put papers under there, yeah. so I didn't know. Um, so I was contemplating what the fuck is so wrong with me <laughs> that I lost a stalk of celery. Mm -hmm. And then when you looked at me, I looked at the jar and I kind of saw it in there and I was like, oh, there it is. And then I didn't know. I thought you had watched that whole ordeal. Oh, no. And I was like, he's going to judge me because I lost my celery. That's amazing. Um, but as I stated earlier, nobody's judging you. No one gives a fuck. Okay. Yes. So lose your salary and just own up to it. Like I just told that story. Someone's going to think I'm stupid because how do you <clears throat> lose? It was a large piece of celery. You don't yeah. just, it doesn't just disappear. Right. And I know that, but I did something dumb. That's okay. I forgive you. Thank you. Okay. So in my notes, I said, I love how while they're traveling to her place, we don't hear their full conversations. I like thinking about what those might have been. Yes, very much. Oh, and then because of that guitar scene, I learned to play that Reckless Eric song on guitar, and it hurts me a little bit when the guitar hits the ground. And then again, I say I stand very firmly behind the belief that Maggie Gyllenhaal is hot. Yes. I just do. I mean, I feel like I should be sitting out there with, you know, that meme of that guy with that table, and there's a big sign on it, and it's like, something, something, change my mind. Yeah. I mean, Maggie Gyllenhaal is hot. Change my mind. Go ahead. You can't. <laughs> futile don't even try don't even resistance is yeah. futile um i wrote <clears throat> nanny mcphee should be nice and give dull will ferrell a happy ending oh she is nanny mcphee isn't she <laughs> yeah and then i realized just reading it now that sounded like a trump tweet oh it does because of dull will ferrell it did mm. also here this this one's gonna blow your mind i'm, I'm ready who came first the writer or the character Mm. Mm. He looked older, kind of. Did he? I don't know. Okay, it's really hard for me to think about this right now, but I'm trying to work through it. 
I think. Yeah. Okay, logically, if we take out the ages of those characters, yeah. I would say the, the character came first. Mm. Because she didn't write everything from his conception or birth or whatever. You know, she probably, in her book, would have references to his past, but mm-hmm. not have written his past, you know what I mean? Yeah. So maybe those events would have existed, or at least existed as, me- as his memories. Yeah. So I would say the character, however, plot twist, if she is older than he is, did the character come first? Uh-huh. Well, pro- m- possibly because she only started writing that book 10 years ago. Mm. So I guess it wouldn't matter how old they are, just the fact that she started writing it after he had already been living his life. Yeah. So I'm going to say character. What about you? Well, character. Because I <laughs> think my understanding of this... Well, <laughs> my fantasy is that all writers, when they pick a first and last name, mm-hmm. if there's a registered living person with that name, their life suddenly becomes that the focal point of that writer's story. So it's like... Oh my God. They... It's like throwing a dart at a dartboard. Yeah. And whoever it hits, it's like, okay, now your life is attached to my work. Sorry. <laughs> so, hmm. if someone was to pick, like, Dita Russia, then my life would be in their book. Yep. So then I'd be like, oh, okay. I'm like, I wrote your name, and it's like, okay, now I'm linked to you. And now- but what about people who are writers who write fantasy or things that just don't exist? Then uh, nothing happens. <laughs> because there's no soul to latch on to. Oh, okay. Because there's, you're no, assu- there, you're, okay, you, there's you, no living person named Gandalf. You're assuming I have a soul. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I said apples create pivotal moments. They do. It's weird to look at movies and shows and think, wow, that was way before COVID. And yeah. then I said, everything's in threes, man. The phones, life, you know? Life? Yeah. Life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. There's three. Three things. No, seriously, though. If you look at patterns in real life, a lot of things come down to the number three. The number yeah. three is linked to a lot. Did, <laughs> did you just take off your pants? <laughs> no, no, no. They're still on. Did you just unbuckle? Yeah. Do you have a food baby? No, it's just kind of pinching into me. Mm. I'm sitting into one position too long. True. I get that. I don't know what I was saying, but that's what I, that's what I said. Okay. Um, your turn. I wrote, uh, I feel like the writer of my life is probably a dum-dum and would write a super boring end to my life. Mm. Like, he choked on a chicken wing. <laughs> it's like, well, that sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that's interesting to think about. What, the writer of my life clearly had trauma to work through, but seems to be doing better as they write, yeah. if that makes sense. Or they're dead and someone has picked up the series. Yeah, someone who, um... Yeah, someone calm, mm-hmm. calmer. Yep. But it's like what's happening now in this portion of the books with this new writer continuing the old writer's work. Oh my God, Jonathan. What, what if every time mm-hmm. big changes like this happen, it's our writers are being changed. I like that. Our season writers. Yeah. You know, like this is a show. Yeah. I like that. I'm really excited for the next season. Yeah. Sometimes when I'm so bored, I must assume that it's like a writer's strike. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, sometimes when I'm alone, I'll whisper... I know you're listening. Just yeah. in case. Yeah. I mean, right now it makes sense because I'm being recorded. Wait, what? Are we? <laughs> <laughs> it's the feds. Yeah. Okay, let's see what I have here. Somebody should write a book about this book being written, but I guess that's what the movie is for. Yeah. Harold reading that manuscript ending on the bus at night is the feeling I get on a good late summer evening after being out with my friends. Did that make yeah, sense? With those no, yeah. the city lights going by and you know it's like kinda humid and but it's cool. Yeah. That's that just that good feeling. Yeah. Well, I wish I had friends to do that. I one. miss that so much. You do fuck you, man. I'm right here. Yeah, but it's Son like- of a bitch. I will show you a good time. I mean, like, a group of friends. <laughs> a group of friends? Have you not met all my moods? <laughs> <laughs> we got you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that's yeah. the feeling I get from you know, I, I, Yeah, I agree. And I, I, yeah. I'm going to have a question. Okay. Would you sacrifice yourself for the novel? No. 
No? No, not all books need to be written. Oh, okay. Well, here's, here was my thought. I would say yes if I actually save the kid. Mm-hmm. Because if, if the child would have been hit regardless of whether or not I was, like, this was written, yeah. then obviously I have to do it. Yeah. Because you can't let a kid get hit by a bus and, like, no, that's going to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If the kid was would only be hit by the bus if she wrote it that way. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I, I don't know how much I could sacrifice my life for something that in the end is art. Yeah. And while I love art, I don't feel that I don't, I just don't feel like sacrificing myself for it. Yeah. So that's my answer to that question. Yeah. Uh, I would not. Okay. Like, if the kid was going to be hit anyway, would you? No. So you would knowingly let a kid get hit by a bus is what you're telling me. Well, like, but if it was like, you will die, if, yeah. the, if I didn't know whether or not I was going to die, like if I just didn't know the outcome, I would. Here's the thing. He doesn't know if she writes it, if it'll actually kill him. He, yeah. he just assumes. So he doesn't actually know. It's just an assumed thing. But doesn't, didn't he have to save the boy? If she wrote it. Yeah. So what I'm saying is if she didn't write it that way. Mm-hmm. And the boy would still be hit by the bus. Mm-hmm. Would you save the boy? If it lined up with her story. No, like I, yeah, like either way, that boy's gonna be either hit by the bus or you're gonna step in and save him, whether or not she writes that ending. That event will still happen. Yeah. Then would you save the boy? Well, it depends if it conflicts with her writing. No, it'd be the same. Well, the part where. Does she write that I saved the boy? Yeah. Oh, well, then I don't have a choice. No, you don't. Because she's written it, and I have to do it. No, because you can know that it's written and still choose not to do it. But that's not how his life works. He has to do what she wrote. Well, I guess then, yeah, she would have changed the writing, huh? Yeah, she's a dick. Wait, so, okay, I'm... Wow, this is... There are two th- there are two theories I think to this. I feel like this is like I think this, de- this depends on event what is event driven. Yeah. If he says no and she writes it anyway, does he have to do it? Yeah, I think he does. Or if he says no and she changes it, can he still do it? Well, I think what would happen is kind of like do you remember in the beginning when he's brushing his teeth and mm-hmm. then the dial the narration is coming through? Yeah. But every time he stops, the plot stops. So I think if he didn't go there, the boy probably would have maybe avoided the bus. Mm. But until like he like, but it, right when he goes to back to progressing it, the boy does the same thing. That's really interesting. There are a lot of ways to watch this movie. Yeah, I really recommend watching this. Um, and then yeah. I said his watch saved him. Stepped in front of a bus to save a kid. That is really what locks down a woman forever. Yeah. At that moment, he could have been like, marry me. And she'd be like, I don't know your middle name, but okay. Yeah. Um, and then I just said, I fucking love this movie. But love is capitalized and bolded, like I'm screaming it. Yeah. So just know the thoughts there. I wrote, Dustin Hoffman's face looks like KFC. <sighs> it just looked a little crispy. <laughs> and I'm really hungry. Yeah, you were hungry. <laughs> I put... And here's where the sad Will Ferrell movie touched me, officer. Right here in my heart. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, watch he saves the day. Cheesy. In fact, watch is now part of him. Uh-huh. And then in all caps, also she kanged the ending. Changed. Uh, yeah, I missed the H. <laughs> she kanged. Yep. Also, I put <laughs> Dustin Hoffman is pissed that she didn't kill Will. Because he seemed kind of like... Mm. Oh my god, kill Will, but... <laughs> it's, it's Will Ferrell! But Uma Thurman's after Will Ferrell. <laughs> <laughs> but like, she's she's Beatrix kiddo. Yeah. But we're in the real world, and yeah. she's after the actor Will Ferrell. Yeah, I like it. Hollywood, please, somebody make this. Mm-hmm. Come on, Quentin Tarantino, you can do like, it. Like, she shows up when he's having brunch with his agent. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, and then I put, go, Risty, go. Go, go, Risty, go, Risty, go. Okay, so, overall, what, what did you think of this movie? Pretty great. Why? Z. No. Oh. 
Why, uh, do, you, why do you think it's great? You know. Do I? <laughs> yeah. I think everyone, I think it made a compelling case. Well, okay. Sorry, I have an eyelash in my eyeball. Why? They fall. Because I fall to, like Patsy Cline, I fall to pieces. It's autumn, but for Dee's spirit. I'm an autumn bitch, man. I'm so excited. This is when I am the most comfortable. This is when I am the most attractive, because it's also right before a holiday weight I like to put on a little bit. Mm. And, um, And I'm not, like, outside melting my makeup off or frizzing my hair back to an unkempt Lion King situation. Yeah. And I get to wear my jackets, and I look so much better in a jacket. <gasps> as far as I'm concerned, autumn's mating season, okay? Yep. You know, you get the feathers out. Yep. The, you just, with the thing, you know, the, the dinosaur flaps on the side of the face come out. Yeah. The thing is, I do. I do understand. Exactly. You know, that's autumn for me. Yeah. And I get to go apple picking and I get to carve a pumpkin and I make some really really good baked pumpkin seeds yeah oh yeah roasted pumpkin seeds are that I have it down I do spice cider warm spice cider we can spike the spice cider and watch Halloween movies I go trick-or-treating with the kids because they are not too old to do that yeah I just have such a good time you get to be oh I always liked Halloween because, and this is going to sound sad, but I don't think it's sad. You could for one day be whatever you wanted or whoever you wanted to be. Yeah. And nobody would make fun of you oh. or even question it. So you could be anything without question. And I think for a lot of kids who maybe hide who they are, that day is a really good day for them. You know what I mean? Dang, buddy, that's rough. Was that, was that, too, was that too deep? That's rough. <laughs> I just, and I think that's a, I don't know. I thought it was a beneficial thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you still do? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. It's because it encourages expression without judgment. Ah. So, you know, like a little, a little boy who maybe is effeminate could wear those things that he wants to wear. Yeah. Without fear of being reprimanded, because it's Halloween. It's under the guise of a party. You know what yeah. I mean? I think until things are completely fixed, that's a good outlet for kids. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Julian's going to be one of the golden girls. The mom. And Nola and I are both going as Slash at her request. I wanted to be Chunky. Chunky. I wanted to be Chucky Finster from um, Rugrats. From Rugrats because I have the red hair and my hair's really curly if I, if I don't straighten it. Yeah. <clears throat> His mom died of cancer. I know. That's. Yeah, that was, that was sad. I feel like. The thing I like about Rugrats is that they always encouraged, like, kindness and, like, friendship between characters of different ethnicities. Yeah, I, you know what I liked about it? Hmm. It's very clear that the housewives are having an affair together. Oh. But we just, we ju- we're just okay with them being, like, uh, doing that. Yeah. It's very clear. That woman, I'm sorry, she's a lesbian. Betty. Those twins were from in vitro because she didn't want to fuck her husband. It's She's a, a lesbian. <laughs> and everybody loves a redhead, so I get it. I kind of want Fraulein to go as, like, I want to do, like, an old-school costume where it's just, like, a burlap sack over my head with some d- dirty overalls. And, like, the yarn stitched into eyes. Yeah. Creepily. Made. Or just, like, gouged out, even. Yes. Um... I think that'd be really funny. I think it would terrify a lot of people. That's horrific because that's the kid who comes to the party who actually does the murdering. Yeah. But I, I encourage it. Whatever you need to be, that's your day of expression. And if your expression comes in the form of murder, then I don't really know what to say to that. Except it's maybe more please blood don't. Bloodlust, really? <laughs> blood. Uh. <laughs> oh, honey, lust is a sin. Mm-hmm. Bless up. Bless. Bless up. That's actually a thing kids say. Bless up. Yeah. It's wait. They really say it because I've yeah. never heard it as a joke. No, I recently saw it. I was on Reddit. Wait, and the, ki- the kids these days? Or like yeah. specific, like Christian kids? Oh, I don't know about Christian kids. Oh, okay. But it was um, this thing I was talking about, and they kept saying, bless up. And there's, oh. a, um, there's also a Reddit badge that you can send someone that says, bless up. Life becomes very interesting when you are no longer 
in the demographic of pop culture. Yeah, but even if you don't follow it, changes still happen, and you're—it's just like okay. Yeah. I have. I actually have no interest in this. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's interesting. I was told this would happen. I believed it would happen. I just didn't know what it would feel like. Yeah. But now I do. It's interesting. What does it feel like? Um, it's, it's kind of a neutral. I more find it entertaining. I'm not too upset about it. Yeah. I know that if I want to learn something, I can learn it very quickly. I'm just not interested in these things. Yeah. So, like I always say, I'm too smart to be stupid. Okay. I like that. Thank you. That so. Makes a lot of sense. Um, we are at almost an hour here. Wow. This has been it's a really a wow. long... <laughs> One hour. Wow. I'm going to quickly check our email just in case somebody decided to contact Please. us. <laughs> Why don't you love me? Please. Why? Why don't you love me? Um, ooh, a message from your future self. Uh, huh. <clears throat> More time for lunchtime. Future you is seriously going to thank past you. Get everything you need to save time on cooking, whether it's an on-the-go breakfast oat cup or recipes that cook in 10 minutes or less. Plus, get free cookie dough with every delivery for life. Just what? use the code free dough what? at checkout. Get what? started. Hungry root. What? Oh. I got an advertisement. Mm -hmm. Okay, so nobody really emailed us. Well, I'll check. I'll check the other email. Oh, okay. <laughs> The other email, which is redheadandtheboy at gmail.com, if, if you want to email. I, right now, I'm only accepting compliments. Oh, wow. Hmm. Traditional pitchers collect unwanted pollutants and filters. This <laughs> one, use, one uses I a multi-stage purification process with plant-based filters to remove a wide range of pollutants for cleaner-tasting water by Justin Wang. Thank you, Justin. Um, oh, thanks, there Justin. was my question in there. My answer is, sounds lovely. Yeah. Also, okay. this week, scoop up all oh your God, favorites with talking. our Buy More, Save More sale. Do you think maybe we could stop talking? 